0: This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Hollywood is mad at Warner Brothers after their announcement to release all their movies next year on HBO Max. Wonder Woman 1984 already has a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and we've got audio of a pissed-off Tom Cruise yelling at his crew on set. Plus, our review of The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7, and myself and Rugboy's first impressions of Cyberpunk 2077. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, December 17th, 2020. This is Jason Muse, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're
1: listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast Snooch to the Nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy really bad down there. Let's
0: give it up. What's up, listener? Hello, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews,
2: and whatever
0: we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the Jock.
2: And he's the Nerd.
0: And joining us from a deep, dark, smelly, and wet part of the universe, uh, he's been sucking on Rhydonium crystals all day. It's Darth Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? hmm <laughs> I am your father. Are you? How do those crystals? What? How do those crystals taste? They t- yummy. Uh, they're blue, and they're and you gotta like light them up first and smoke. Oh, fuck! They're volatile rugs. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah, I got them from watching Breaking Bad, There's those kind of crystals. <laughs> oh, you got those crystals, that's yeah. different. That's uh, I got the Heisenberg crystals. The Heiser- I'm talking about Rhydonium crystals, we'll get no, to that. No, I don't know, is that, is that what they're called on the market now, Rhydonium? <laughs> yeah, Rhydonium, right, no, it's in, this, it's in the episode. Anthony, how you doing, you good?
2: Yeah, just out here grinding, you know?
0: Good, good for you, somebody's got to grind, I'm not doing shit, uh, because, you know pandemic you know i thought well, yeah. you were gonna come in with the poggers thing because we mentioned it earlier
2: me or him i don't know shit
0: i look poggers i i'm still i'm not sure what poggers are
1: can you what's nobody a knows but i just wanted to say it so it could be over because i feel like when an old man says like a <laughs> word it should like immediately be shut down and no one no one young should use it again so i'm ending poggers now move on
2: world how, how many people of our in our audience would know what a pogger is
0: well it's too late because now they know and old people know now
2: but well, we haven't defined it.
0: Help us kill this Twitch emote yes. listener. Poggers. Just say it. Say it to your kids. It's yeah, done. Say it Poggers. to your kids and then ruin it. Ruin their life. <laughs> Lame. Poggers is dead now. Ah. Excellent.
2: <laughs> what about bloggers?
0: <laughs> bloggers will always be around soul, vloggers and cloggers. Vloggers yeah. bloggers are the most important because they have rhythm. Anyways, this is bullshit. Let's get to the fucking shit. There's a lot to talk about. The Jock, the Jock and Ned yeah. Podcast. So, you guys, remember two weeks ago, we talked about the big announcement Warner Brothers made of their releasing all of their movies day and date in 2021 in the theaters and HBO Max. Oh, shit. And we were all like, oh, my God, this is the best fucking thing. Geek, (laughs) bonus. (laughs) Yeah. Well, since then, there's been... A bunch of blowback, and pretty much Hollywood's reaction is...
1: How dare you do this to us? Get your hand
0: off my penis! So you get nothing! You lose!
2: Good day, sir! Oh, yeah. People are
0: mad. Hollywood's mad at Warner brothers. Have <laughs> you guys been following this story? Yeah, I did.
2: I have been... After the Disney investor thing, I circled back on this, and, yeah, I've been very surprised to see how how much they're getting blasted, meaning WB.
0: I wanted to talk about this last week, but the Disney Investor Day just fucking foobarred the whole show. So I'm glad we got back to this. Let's just start. Initially, Christopher Nolan came out. Blasting the Warner Brothers decision. Here's his quote. The quote's amazing. He said, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. Oh, holy shit. Great burn. Nolan, I'll give him points.
1: I think the worst thing about this is that, which is not in this quote, is that he was talking about that no one fucking told him about it. He wasn't consulted. And they just did this without fucking consulting anybody who had movies coming out. They just fucking made this decision and and basically it was like, "Fuck you!" Gave him the finger. So of course they would be pissed because they wake up the next day and they're like, "What the fuck? No one, no one even told us about this."
2: Yeah, I was watching uh, John Campia talk yep, about this, Yep. and he had mentioned that you know, that very thing. Which I I'm shocked that WB didn't initially know, negotiate with all these stu- all these filmmakers and the people from Legendary and all that. That's a
0: big fuck up right there.
2: Seems like it. That's the and, worst part, yes. Well and the thing they were able to do with Wonder Woman is they, they negotiated and I believe they're paying, you know, the people at Wonder Woman a lot of money to kind of do this. Like, right. to take care of them on the back end because all these movies have theater incentives and all the actors. Yep. You know, if they do X amount at theater. Box office get,
0: bonuses. Yep. Right,
2: right. So they, they were taking care of Wonder Woman. Yeah. But they didn't negotiate any of this with all these other movies. They just decided, screw it. We're just gonna. I guess one of the Hollywood execs up there who wants to like get his make his name with HBO Max it's, just was like, "Well, it's this dude. Let's take a torch to all these all these filmmakers. I don't care. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta drum up HBO Max." The
0: Hollywood Reporter has a great article. It's uh, titled "2020s Plot Big Plot Twist: How Wonder Woman 1984 came, came to Upend Hollywood's Future and It Details." And the dude's name is Keelar. The CEO of Warner Media, and he had come through Hulu, and he was—he worked under on Amazon under Jeff Bezos, and he's like a product-oriented guy. And yes, it's shocking that Warner Brothers didn't do their due diligence and fucking call people up. In fact, now he said, Kilar said, we are calling people in this Joe Blow article. He goes, we're calling people now to smooth things over. And the article mentions the problem with his calls is that once they're over, the offers being laid out on the table uh, are woefully inadequate and adds insult to injury. Ah. So he's trying to make it better. That's not working. Talent upset agents, the Directors Guild of America, because like you said, they have back end payouts and and these things are contingent on box office earnings. And they didn't tell anyone. It's a fucking so alarming. So people who came out like Dune Director, Dennis Villeneuve. Oh,
2: he... Blast of them.
0: Variety. He wrote a whole editorial for Variety. Uh, So here, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. He goes, I learned in the news. That Warner Brothers has decided to release Dune on HBO Max at the same time as their theatrical release using prominent images from our movie to promote their streaming service. With this decision, at and has hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in film history. There is absolutely no love for cinema nor for the audience here. It's all about the survival of a telecom mammoth, one that is currently bearing an astronomical debt of more than $150 billion. Oh, shit. Wow.
2: I I read I read the whole article and the, the key things I took away is first he he just basically goes they're propping this up I'm paraphrasing because HBO Max has been a complete failure yeah he, he says that and a point he makes it so initially when when we talked about this I was like this is kind of necessary like I I feel like they had to kind of do this so you don't know what COVID but he brings up a good point you know with just the relationship between studio and and uh, filmmakers and the point about just The importance of cinema and that like a lot of these movies such as dune i think he he goes dune is the best movie i've ever made oh wow he's like this is basically a movie that is made with the movie going audience in mind like this is made to be witnessed in a movie theater it's not made for tv so you were just destroying what i've created i don't know
1: what that means and i hate to be the dick to say it but like it doesn't matter where you see it I mean you people have big screens people have surround sounds you can enjoy the movie to a degree a lot of people first see most movies on cable on a shitty TV like most people do like the, you know like the amount of people that go to the movies is a small amount of people compared to the rest of the world so this that's a bunch of bullshit but I do understand what he's talking about the industry the industry is going to die without you know, theaters and people going to see like the, the whole idea of, you know, a crowd based, you know, audience based viewing. That's what he's, he, he, he's, uh, his money is tied to that. How he gets paid, get everything gets paid during, according to ticket sales. But then there's other deals too. There's deals that go out to cable and then licensing it to cable and different things, airlines, everybody's who's, who's licensing it out. So they're losing all of that because it's going on one platform. So I think it's this thing idea that it needs to be seen in a the theater is kind of bullshitty, but the idea is it's mucho dinero that's on the line here, and they're getting fucked out of a lot of it.
2: I would I would I would push back a little and say, I think the movie going experience. I think some movies that you see in a movie theater are enhanced by that experience yeah i mean when you watch
1: lord of the rings on a computer it's probably not as good as watching right. big screen, right
2: <laughs> but like say, like the sometimes when they film in imax or with the sound or just that communal experience of everyone gathering yeah. and seeing a movie where you're cheering at certain moments like i can remember the first time i've seen big movies like avengers or like spider-man or, or any like big movie that i because i've seen in the movie theater i can remember that experience i don't specifically remember any time i've seen the first time i've seen a movie on my couch like that's just not i remember the movie but i'm not like the experience of that is different than going somewhere having that experience with other people anticipating it together and then watching it and coming out pleased like i think that is an experience um that can only be re- only be done with, with a community in a movie theater.
1: Understood, but like, like let's say like, let's talk about a, a completely different industry, but also audience-based music, right? Most people hear music you know on, you know on a stream or, or whatever. and they, they rarely go see the concert version and see it live. And um, the, as I said, most people enjoy the music anyway. So I don't know if that's like I understand that there is an experience that needs to be had and that makes it better that's not an mm-hmm. argument i'm not making that argument i'm making the argument is that th- that the idea that people can't enjoy your film at home i think is it, they can it just maybe not as much but they can you know they they can en- in a different way they can enjoy it but they can still enjoy your film and still get it what it means and and understand the visuals and all that stuff um You're just missing out on an aspect of it that makes them a lot of
0: money. But, you know, at the same time, all of this also exposes the flaw in the movie theater exhibitor model, which is this is an entire business that relies on product from someone else to make money. Right. And if that if so and what's happened now, the product is taking a hit and their customers have taken a hit. Now you are left hanging. So,
2: well, all companies want to go direct to consumer. Yeah, they things don't want are going to gonna have
0: to change. But Warner Brothers did not handle this particularly well. How could they lose these top tier directors? Could they lose their precious?
1: Oh, yeah. They shouldn't Manolo? have done all of it at once. That that was the big mistake. Is that they should have maybe handpicked like three movies and made sure that they were taken care of and giving them good deals and then let all the other movies come out and just let two or three of them be the sacrificial lamb like Wonder Woman is one of them they've paid them out everybody's happy right. no one's really complaining i mean they're all grumbling that they didn't release but you know at least they're getting like you know Gal Gadot and and um whoever what's her name Patty Jenkins who directed Ryan it Jenkins. they got a payout like as if they were to made would have made a billion dollars so you know they're not they can't be unhappy
2: from what i heard they again from the John Campia show, they were like, because of all the right all the like because of the fact that everyone's pissed off and the fact that they didn't negotiate these deals with a lot of these movies, they 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 had a source that basically predicted that they're gonna have to renege on this deal. <laughs> like oh, they're shit. not gonna be able they're not to be able to
0: deliver all of them? The is the going to bankrupt
2: yeah. them. And and the, they're not gonna have the money that all these people are now going to be like everyone is pissed off, so now they're, they're the ball is in their court and they're going to be asking for like the money that it would make like the the payouts to reflect that all these movies were smash hits.
1: That's about three or four billion (laughs) dollars. Many of
0: these movies were produced in conjunction with other studios like Legendary, who's super pissed also, and they put their money into it, and they were not consulted, and this is just a fucking slap on our face. This Keillor guy just went all the way. Uh, One note I thought was interesting, last year's, this year's 2020 domestic box office, it says here, will struggle to hit $2.3 billion, Ah. 80% down from last year. And the lowest in forty years.
2: One more question I had, like just a philosophical thing that I've heard brought up is, like W. B. Warner Brothers is one of the big studios that's been around forever. Do you do you guys think they had any sort of like responsibility? to the industry as a whole, like to the movie industry and the movie going experience to be a little bit more thoughtful about this? Or do you think they should have just been looking out for themselves to look like they have been and that the uncertainty in the industry, they had to do this. I
1: think AT&T taking over WB as the, you know, the master company, I think that is, has a lot to do with it. Uh, they're looking at numbers, crunchers and shares and shareholders and shit like that. And I think that that really steers the ship more than anything else. Yeah. And um, they're concerned about their investors. So, yeah, it's 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 totally a
0: corpo buyout thing. Let's not forget, before the Disney Fox $70 billion buyout, there was at and buying Warner Brothers for $80 billion. And this is now corporate direction. Uh, and well, it's apparently from
2: what I read, although it's at and and Dennis Villanueva, Blames AT and T. It seemed like this guy was actually it was just a Warner, like a Warner Brothers decision. Like it, I'm sure they were trying to please oh, AT and T, but I, I like that like they didn't. It wasn't, like, from the top. It was, like, internally Warner so Brothers was it's like, we're going to do this. this Keylor
0: guy. This Keylor guy comes in right. and is head of Warner Media, and he wants to impress his fucking corporate AT&T overlords, and he sees where the future is heading. And instead of taking things gradually, to answer your question, Anthony, if you see a company like this, Disney would never do this, right?
2: Well, that's the only... Disney, Disney ha- Like would Disney Disney never do this. explicitly released all this stuff in their investor meeting. Yeah. But, like, we're almost, like, we still want to protect the movie industry and yeah. we're going to release all our big movies in the theater like we still want to we still are holding out hope well,
0: I'm saying, unlike Warner Brothers who we've seen time and time again make stupid decisions Disney would have done their due diligence they would have got all the paperwork they would have crossed their T's out of their eyes before announcing any of this and this guy just jumped ahead did everything backwards and it's now backfiring in his face
1: don't you expect this kind of shit from Warner Brothers though they always yes, find out they
2: like this for a while
1: They've been Damn. fumbling the ball like every time. They've
0: never done anything well. Like
2: they don't, they haven't been doing anything right for like a, a few, like ten, fifty. And years.
0: HBO Max, like I think it's unfair to blame them for this. It's not their fault that it's kind of an unpolished gem. It's going to do great. There's a lot of potential there, but Warner Brothers, all for some reason,
2: traditionally just makes dumb fucking choices. Well, HBO Max has not done great. It's well, in terms bad. of subscribers, and, yes. And, yeah, in terms of subscribers and I mean It's the most expensive we'll one to it today. Too. It's the most expensive no. one. They finally just got on rogue. like Yes. You should have gotten on. You should have made deals with all the big streamers or whatever right when you launched to to get the to not have roku and fire was a fire stick yeah fi- amazon fire which yeah. like makes up like 70 of the market like what are you doing like a
0: hundred million people about <laughs> uh before we get to that though there's already some revenge some some uh some shenanigans apparently uh insiders are saying they telling hollywood reporter that cinemark and amc May consider cutting the prices of tickets to Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four to as low as three to five dollars, so, and they're looking to keep anywhere from seventy five to eighty percent of the revenue. That means Wonder Woman would make no money from the theater showing. So they're they're already plot possibly plotting to fuck over
2: uh, Warner Brothers. Stuckman actually brought that up. That like, well, now the movie theaters. Hopefully, the movie theaters get a bigger cut if they're going to do this of the movie, right? Because they get like fifty, right? And they get you know bent over on these things. The deal should be better, but man, this has been
0: crazy to watch. Listener, let us know your thoughts. If you are uh, concerned about the future of the industry, join our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. It's a closed, exclusive group just for us listeners. Well, our look, listeners. What about you
2: guys? Like, do you guys? What do you? Do you want movie theaters to still stick around? Like, what? what are your well, thoughts?
1: I, I don't really Gosh. understand all this posturing. Of course theaters are going to come back they're going to go away right they're going to close and then those things are going to fucking sit there like no one's going to either some people are going to buy those things and, and knock them down and put like a fucking something else there but like some people are going to revive them and take this infrastructure that's already there and fucking remake the theaters and then they'll, they'll come back like I don't think it's dead um, because there is a social aspect to it it's not like but it may be like a between, niche thing it may the be difference like between yeah. like uh, drink the difference is, yeah, I wasn't even finished with my. I was nowhere near finished with my thought. <laughs> I was in the middle of of a thing.
0: You heard that, listener. <laughs> Take a drink.
1: <laughs> Take a drink. All right. So um now I forgot what the fuck I was saying. God damn
2: it! Theaters, oh uh, shit! communal experience. Yes.
1: Yeah, so so the theaters are a communal experience. So that thing is like like with um that thing's always going to m- need a uh, forum. They're going to mm. need a place to do it. Some people still going to want to do it. Now, uh, unless it goes away for a long enough time where people can grow up without it. And then yeah. they're just used to not having it. That's a thing. But as long as people are around and they remember that, Oh, we go to fucking theaters
0: to watch movies. It'll still be around. So it's uh, all depends on how long they're gone amc said they are running out of money uh by january that was another post yeah, amc might go away but some other thing will rise from the ash imagine they like these hipster places like these really totally niche like hipster destinations that only like arts are all movies. gone right yeah. then some asshole will open it up, one up a small one
1: you know and then and then all suddenly you'll see a rebirth
2: actually what i heard, another thing i heard from stuckman he brought up a good point this was a couple of weeks ago when this initially was announced he goes i kind of like this because i would imagine the the people that suck at movie theaters are like super casual people right. that just go to a movie it's theater because it's like an people. event something to do they got they sh- they go and they're on their phone or whatever it's like those people if given the choice he goes they probably just end up watching it on streaming So the real fans could actually still go to movie theaters and not have to worry about assholes.
1: Yeah, that's another thing.
2: It's not not a bad point. But are there enough real fans to support a movie theater? I
1: mean, that's another thing. Dan Merle was saying the same thing. He was saying that, um, you know, it's going to the movies isn't what it used to be. Like now there's assholes everywhere and Mm -hmm. they've done some things to mitigate it. You know, like choosing your seats before you get there, this and that. But there's still the cell phone problem and no one's enforcing it. And it's annoying when you pay money to see a movie and then all of a sudden you're distracted by things happening on either side of you or people just talking or
0: talking on their phone also, or whatever. Also, that's like do. every event all, all, now, all the time. It's just annoying because people are there.
2: For right, mean, you, well, but,
1: you can make it a dead zone when you walk in, like your phone just doesn't and work. And also, Imran, yeah. I mean,
2: come on, otherwise also drink. Um, but you <laughs> could... A movie, you're supposed to be... You're. What are you comparing that to? A, a concert, yes, you can talk to someone. A movie you're not you can't talk to people like that oh, i see that's, what you're saying i guess
0: i was thinking you, of festivals yeah. and outdoor where there's people but those are things you can
2: talk about. yeah well yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and a and concert the,
1: the music is so overpowering like you can't it's very hard to like
2: <laughs> be distracted by someone else yeah
0: so anyways uh like you mentioned anthony our great national nightmare is over the country can now unite because huzzah, HBO Max is now officially on Roku. Oh, shit. As of today, December
2: 17th. They did it for me. They knew I was watching Lord of the Rings on my laptop. 46
0: million active <laughs> users uh, on Roku now, and just in time, because the week this show posts, Wonder Woman 1984 will be coming out, of course, Christmas, December 25th, so everyone can check it out. Get your fucking HBO Max subscriptions uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It is certified fresh What is the fucking rating here Are you guys excited Yeah For Yeah It's a movie Gaga. <laughs> it's,
2: it's a new movie Gaga
0: dot's fun to look at um, What 88% else 88% Tomato meter 7.2 Out of 10 So you know
2: That sounds decent they're, they're, Curious to see uh, You know more, more gal Also what's her name Kristen Wiig Kristen, Kristen Wiig Is Cheetah And Pedro yeah.
0: Pascal Mando We're gonna see Mando in it Geek boner uh, there is a post credit scene, and they've already released the first few minutes online. I have not watched it. I'm trying not to... Yeah, seen, I like, don't want to ruin the experience. I've seen the headlines of reviews have been, like, good to mixed, like, what? So... I'm so, a, so it yeah, should I'm be a, an I'm interesting
1: review from us.
0: Yes. Two weeks from now, you get a week to watch it, listener. Uh, and we will uh, do... You one think going to love it or list it? <laughs> Uh, I'm probably going to... I fucking loved it. No, that's Anthony. I'm projecting. Uh, Other things on HBO Max are coming, like uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, Apparently, Colliders wrote this article, and Zack said on Twitter that it might be rated R because Batman drops an F-bomb. Oh, shit. It's unnecessary, but what? Sounds edgy, Anthony. What do you think?
2: Right? Sounds. He's such a loser.
0: <laughs> Sounds fucking he, edgy.
2: The way he said, I, I, the way I read it, I don't know how yes. he said it, but the way I read it was he was like pumped about it. He's going, yeah. man, it might be rated R, and guess what? Batman's going to drop an f bomb. It's like, shut the fuck up. Who like whatever? Dude, like that. That's that's where you're getting <laughs> pumped about. He's like, such you, a- you're gonna, That's the thing you're going to promote. Ah, like, Batman ah. dropping an f bomb. You should watch this movie. He's such Let's a. Get fuck out of here
0: he's such a bro the quota goes he goes there's one scene where Batman drops an F-bomb Cyborg is not too happy with what's going on with his life before he meets the Justice League and he tends to speak his mind and Steppenwolf is pretty much just hacking people in half so the rating would be due to violence and profanity probably both no boobs you know it's funny you know how much he loves the Dark Knight or ass like man ass I'll take that too and in the graphic novel I remember (laughs) Batman scolding a little kid for swearing remember that right he told the kids was about to say ass, and he's like, don't, don't swear, son. We don't swear. So that seems a little bit out of character.
2: I, I, don't, I don't mind the swearing. It's just, why are you <laughs> using that as a thing to promote? Like, so he called the movie insane. You're a loser, dude. Like, Aww,
0: the possibly the movie might go to theaters let me ask you this who's sitting through a the movie four, i
2: thought it was a four-part it's series. a
0: four-part series but he said it might go to theater so are you sitting with a mask through four hours of dark and edgy and grim justice League? maybe they cut it into two parts
2: oh god i don't know i don't think I, I get can my sit. own theater maybe
0: yes but there's nobody else there and i could take <laughs> breaks and get snacks uh and then he also revealed what's your
2: favorite theater snack uh, you just classic popcorn?
0: No, I don't eat popcorn because it gets stuck in my teeth. It's very annoying. You know my feelings on popcorn. I it's uh, overrated. It's way overrated. Wow. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna say nachos with rim run. No, M and M's. Oh, Plain or peanut? M&M's. Oh, peanut M
2: I used to sneak my my aunt when she would take me to movies. Would sneak in cheese popcorn, like the yeah. really cheesy orange. Well, that, that, was sounds, the best. that sounds. That sounds good. Awesome. Yeah.
1: I usually get the pretzels
2: pretzels oh yeah.
1: okay i just don't like the little the pieces of you know the little fucking pretzels that are always like little pieces
0: yeah yeah pretzel nuggets and then they give you cheese to yeah. Stick in. Yeah, yeah 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 you dip it in cheese
2: yeah. Mm. Salty. Balls- orange cheese that you don't even know if it's really <laughs> it's cheese, if they cheese. just melted like tire and dyed it orange. Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's melted Tupperware. I'm, I'm like pretty it.
0: sure. <laughs> Yo, you ever see how cotton candy gets made? I, somebody showed me and I used to do it
2: once. It's crazy. They put it in like a little spinning thing. It comes right? out
0: of nothing and it's just sugar and you spin yeah. it around and then it's just, and it's sugar. Sugar is amazing. Sugar can do amazing things. You can sculpt with it. Anyways. It's also really bad for you, it's very bad. It's a it's, it's, addicted. it's bad? I'm addicted to You're it. Very bad for you. Yeah, I yeah. no. There's nothing nutritionally <laughs> That's beneficial. That's why I have no teeth. In the sugar, yes.
2: So does it. You and Imran both.
0: What? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder also revealed on Vero that expect the Snyder Cut in... March. Oh shit. We mm. have we did not know what day what when it was coming out what month. He said it's going to come out March Hopefully 20. It's St. Patrick's Day cuz I will be drunk. <laughs> <I> watch it. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think we're all going to need to be drunk when we watch that fucking movie. Yeah, we all need to be heavily inebriated. I think we should have a Deal drunk watch-along of Snyder's four-hour epic. Uh, anyways, here's an interesting story, guys. While wow, we are just talking about Warner Brothers making dumb fucking decisions. That's a big fuck-up right there. And how Marvel and Disney would never do that. Well, the story from The rap headline, Marvel is exploring new talent deals in case films end up going to Disney Plus. What? Mm. See? They're already doing their due diligence. It says Marvel Studios uh, uh, is expecting to explore new talent deals to provide flexibility in case the pandemic or other factors lead the studio to bypass theaters and take films straight to Disney Plus. Under the new contract language... Key above-the-line talent like actors, writers, directors, producers will receive adjusted compensation depending on whether the film opens in theaters or debuts on Disney Plus streaming service, according to an insider with knowledge of the situation. Hmm. It says Blo- Marvel blockbusters typically pay back-end bonuses to key talent based on a film's box office performance, which obviously can be huge so for What does that the mean? MCU. They get
1: more money or less money?
2: Well, ha- I guess you would have to do some sort of different incentives based on what platform it goes yeah, on. Yeah,
0: if it never goes to a theater or if it opens stage Is it like
2: a flat fee or maybe yeah. they give them insight onto like how many times it's streamed?
0: It's going to be new shit. They're going to have to come up with new shit yeah. in their contracts. Like, yeah,
1: that whole theater ticket thing is like not in play now, so they have to yeah. figure out another way. How do you even... Yeah, they, they don't All have to All the major studios
2: should be already doing this if they haven't been as... because I mean, you don't know. As, we, as HBO or WB just Did the other take a lesson from their fuck up studios? Well, you just you just don't know what the the industry is going to look like in a year, two years, five years.
0: This shit happens so fast, you guys. When we look back at all the shit that happened in the last eight months, it's going to make your head spin. Like years from now, even now. How many of these
2: movies, Imran, do you think will be about COVID and everyone will be wearing masks? Eighty to (laughs) ninety percent.
0: I think I well actually I read I read this interesting story. People, this guy. you think
2: there's going to be no scenes where you're in a room with other another person where they're not within six feet of you?
0: Well, we'll get to how you can do it properly if you have a proper set and, thing, and it's possible. And I've read stories of people successfully shooting whole series during the pandemic. Oh, no kidding. Everyone. Because of rigorous. But not everyone is that careful. And sometimes things happen and people get mad. Anyways, before we get to that, more Spider-Man 3 rumors. Uh, Apparently, uh, Dane DeHaan, Thomas Hayden Church, Sandman, more people coming back. Hmm. So the big thing here is I saw this article, Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures, because after Spider-Man 3, their deal, their contract with Sony, I think, is up. I think there's one more movie or one more cameo. So he's going to be in Doctor Strange. He's going to be in Spider-Man 3. But they're working on extending this agreement uh so That's good yeah which is i think it's going to be important for both sides
2: yeah the supposedly that sony was going to start making these spider-man movies without marvel after this and i would have been horrified to see what they would have come up with so i
1: mean that this isn't scaring
0: you right now <laughs> this I is in scary on this. enough the I'm fact all that in. Dane DeHaan is coming back <laughs> the and, worst uh, green goblin ever is going to come back why what about james franco
2: James he's, yeah back. he's
1: back I don't know. I feel like that anybody who watches this movie that hasn't seen the other movies is going to be completely fucking lost.
0: You have to watch. I love that tweet. Someone was like, I
2: feel watching the Mandalorian, (laughs) but you're not lost, are you? (laughs) Oh, I thought so, Ahsoka Tano was Japanese.
0: <laughs> I love that tweet somebody posted about Spider Man three. They're like, Do I have to watch Spider Man one two three 3, Spider Man one two and Spider Man one two to follow Spider Man three? I was <laughs> like, Oh shit. That's a good question. I don't know. You might have to watch all that shit because it's just, everybody's it's just it. that
2: meme of all the p- Peter the Spider Men pointing at each other. It's like Oh my god, what, yeah. What, what?
1: What? If they uh, do yes. that, <laughs> I'm just leaving immediately.
2: I, I I feel like most people would laugh. Rugboy would not.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that's not funny. That's, Ned that's, leaves, he, maybe You would, would
2: yell, that's not Spider-Man, and get the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah. Would, <laughs> what? Would, You're just putting names
2: in Spider-Man. This is, I would this throw my
1: popcorn and say poggers and leave. Poggers. Oh, your,
2: your, your pretzels. I, really so kill I throw poggers. my pretzels. Yeah. These
0: pretzels are making me thirsty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways, I hope they're doing this because Spidey's going to have a big role moving forward, and he probably does. So uh, we'll see. Still no official report. I'm getting tired of all these fucking big, rumors.
2: Big role? What does that mean? Secret Wars? Yeah,
0: maybe there are some people you could. Would they do? I would love to see a Secret Wars. That would make sense to bring everybody there.
2: Because uh, what what other big storylines is he? It's Sp- the big crossovers. Spider
0: Island, boo! Don't do that.
2: No, not, <laughs> not Spider. Don't please. You, got,
1: you do Craven and then you know. Craven's- I'm talking
2: about like, uh, like world altering, like the Avengers level stuff.
0: Oh, so it'd be Secret Wars.
2: Was there anything you guys know?
0: Uh, what is the other big? Uh, I mean, Secret Wars is they did it twice, so that would be the one. But they did Civil to War, but they that. didn't really do it. Yeah, but they burned no, that already. Uh, they yeah, didn't they
1: really. Yeah, they didn't really do the real Civil War. They didn't do. Um, they did Infinity Gauntlet kind of kind of I mean of. you have all the
0: cosmic shit with the Skrulls, really and Secret uh, Invasion Yeah, all or, that shit and they're doing that. They did
2: have him, I don't know, this was a big but recent comics they had him join the Fantastic 4.
0: You have the Dark
1: Avengers. Dark where, Avengers, yeah. Where they go under where they they all go like uh Rogue. But they did that in they kind of did that a little bit they, where they had Captain America hide out and he's I don't know. They just kind of burned the last
2: they really did. I'm ready for the world altering. They uh, had like Shang the evolutionary
1: war. Remember that one? That was with the X-Men. And they got all those super big crossovers.
2: Yeah. those. Hmm.
0: We'll see. It's going to be something big, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know what is coming. That's awesome. Next month, Cobra Kai season three. Geek they released a new trailer. Did you guys see this trailer? Yeah, I did, but I don't Remember everything? Because I only watched it one time. Gives you a little hint of people coming back from Karate Kid Oh, I saw it.
2: Spoiler. I feel like they gave away
0: a lot. I know. There's a little bit of spoiler. This trailer gave me the chills, though. I was fucking pumped. I was like, yes. Because you see, uh, what's his name, Miguel, get up. And then you see a lot of them in prison getting in trouble. They're arrested. Uh, And then you see they're going to have to team up, take down John Kreese. They're
2: going to have to team up. They hinted at Johnny's. Uh, son joining up with, uh, what's that bad guy's name? Uh, Reese. with Reese. Reese. And then the, the tag at the end was with Chosen and then uh, Kimiko, Kim- Kimiko. Kimiko yeah.
0: and Chosen from Karate Kid 2. Holy shit. He's going to go to Japan. He might have to fight him again.
1: All I remember from the trailer was that Dan- Danny LaRusso's stunt... Double it was just Oh, you saw, him in the tra- you saw him in the <laughs> like trailer. All of a sudden, he's like <sighs> buff. Oh no! <laughs> and then he goes back to having the white hips. Oh ibs,
0: you know. no! You saw him in yeah. the trailer. Uh, honestly, dude, this gave me goose pimples, and I kind of want to go. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to watch Karate Kid One and Two again before this season comes out in January.
2: And <laughs> you would rewatch everything
0: because I was like, oh shit, I got to go back and watch this. It's so good, though, the way the fucking the the tone of the show uh, and how I've seen do it. those two movies so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the second one I don't remember the second one It's oh, been a the while The second
2: one's fun Yeah I like the second one
0: I love Sato
2: It's been a Sato, while yeah. for me So He breaks the ice <laughs> It's great They play with the, There's the little drum That they have
1: He surprises Kamiko With his dance moves oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm dancing He does the wallet trick Where he drops the wallet And hits him And chosen it in the nuts
2: Who were who you a bigger fan, to, fan Of Kamiko Or uh, What's the girl's name In the first one
0: I don't know. It kind of. Oh, uh, Allie?
2: Yeah, Allie.
1: That's
0: a I mean, a Elizabeth Shoe. tough, right? 80s Elizabeth shoes, is pretty hot. Elizabeth
2: Shoe, but Kamiko in that movie is She's no, very she's cute. Great. Yeah. Whatever her real name she's is, cute. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> the girl who played Kamiko. The girl who played Kamiko. <laughs> uh, listener, if you're holiday shopping and you might still be, it's late. Probably not. Christmas is this week. So I'm late to tell you that we have an Amazon affiliate link. If you're using Amazon, just type in joggernerd.com slash Amazon, and it takes you to Amazon. And uh, we get a little points, uh, and you help us out, and you get your shopping done. But you can use this any time of the year, honestly. Make sure you do it when you're subscribing to toilet paper on Amazon. Did you know you could do that? We had paper towels and toilet paper on subscription. It's the best thing ever, dude. I fucking, I don't have to worry about getting it. It just shows up. When you run out, it shows up on your door. Oh, shit. You, guys, you know, Really? Yeah. On Amazon? Yeah, there's. you could get all sorts of subscription things on Amazon. Very helpful. They Anyways. Just, they just charge you and deliver a certain amount every month. Yeah, like a case <laughs> of toilet paper, like every two months. Yeah. I was like, sweet. Yeah, just drop it on my doorstep. I'm not fucking going anywhere. That's this how I great. get my gold bond. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. For your itchy slack hole powder arrives every two weeks. I,
2: I was actually going to have a serious thing to say about that. No, I, I can't.
0: It's for his itchy slack hole. Gold one yeah. go on, really works. Yeah. I got to pile it on.
2: <laughs> Do any, you fire that thing up, like straight up into your asshole if you've got an itchy asshole. That is such a, such a fucking Ooh, sensation. It's tingly. that cool tingling sensation. Yeah. It, yeah. it rockets up your asshole. Oh, my God. Ooh, my it's it's unlike anything else. <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, you're just
1: you're like as dry as a desert back there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that fucking fantastic. stand likes
0: it. Just soaks up all the moisture,
2: <laughs> and then you get the residue wherever wherever you did it. Usually uh, over the toilet seat, so you get it on the bowl.
0: Uh, anyways, do you use our Amazon. Then you Australia? stored it. <laughs> snort, uh, snort things, some yeah. gold bond, and it will give you superpowers. And then visit our our tea Public shop, jockinder.com slash shop. You can get masks with our logo, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, magnet stickers, stuff to keep you warm. I actually uh, have a
2: question funny. for Adam Morris.
0: Okay, Adam Morris. <laughs> Dr. What? Adam
2: Morris, PhD. How do they, like gold bond and I guess other ointments, but gold bond specifically, how do they recreate that or create that experience of the cooling heating sensation? The chemical that's always- reaction made me ponder well, how do they do that because two different things
1: it's it gotta be some kind of chemical reaction yeah like, i guess. how
2: does like icy it, it, hot it attaches work. to your poo follicles yeah it's okay ke-
0: icy hot is it icy oh, I, is I it expect, hot
1: like a nice long uh response icy hot, too
2: it's both but the, how does the that work? powder especially like it's, yeah. it looks like baby powder right yeah. you squirt it in your hand you like the baby powder you put it up on your fucking like chafed ass oh my Woo-hoo! god
1: let me ask this question because i have oh, never tried this but like like hot sauce, we need to get give. Yeah. Them as I'm assuming sponsor. if you get it in your mouth, it's hot. Your eyes, it's hot. But if yeah. you put it on your skin, does your skin get hot?
2: No, only if you have a cut Not on your skin, you but if you, yeah. If you, if you get it, yeah, if you get it, I would assume if you get it to that sensitive part of your ass, it would be hot.
0: Oh yeah. So your asshole would, would it's, detect. It's hot you know, coming <laughs> out sometimes. Let me tell you. So I, I think your
2: skin protects us more than you would know, mm. more than we think.
0: I'm sorry, your skin is felt rugs. So. Okay, Adam, you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> Anyways, explain gold spot. Last thing in the news, speaking of set productions and keeping things safe and trying to make movies in the time of COVID, uh, Tom Cruise joined uh, the legendary Christian Bale. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. In giving the world a rant on set. However, this time, it's because people were not following the protocols. And uh, look, the man starring in Mission Impossible 7, but he's also the producer He's paying a lot of money for this movie. It's oh, yeah, already he's been... the one
1: getting this shit greenlit. He's the one fucking
0: calling all the people, getting the investors. It, shit. it has been, the production has been shut down twice at this point also, all right? So let's keep that in mind. I wanted to play a little bit of it. You guys tell me when you want to tap out. I'm going to play it because who doesn't love a good
2: Re- rant? Read a room and you you figure out a right. We are, are the go. gold standard. You're back there in Hollywood making
0: movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. You I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're fired going and
2: anyone on this crew does it. that's it and you do and you too. and you
0: don't so you ever f- do it again he's he's fucking passionate and look we've heard from john pilati somebody gets sick on a set everybody fucking gets it right ah. on the other hand this guy's such a good actor like i can't is he, he's not acting right he seems very very sincere Listen, like when you have to stop what you're doing
1: because some asshole doesn't follow the rules Apparently, two guys, we're standing too close and together. There's always one jerk off <laughs> that doesn't follow the rules and doesn't do simple shit, then all of a sudden everybody's in trouble. Like everybody's compromised. So I understand. Like you all gotta you gotta be on the team, you gotta fucking do this. You're working on the movie, you're taking uh this job. You gotta fucking do whatever it needs to be done for this job. I
0: say good for fucking Tom Cruise for fucking yell at him. Uh, what do you I mean? Look, uh, Christian Bale
1: like yelling at the guy because he was distracted. That's different. That was some, like some diva shit. Yeah, that he could have absolu- handled much absolutely. better. But this is like, yo, this movie's gonna fucking close down. Yeah,
2: there's jobs on the line. There's no, jobs. He, he and makes, he makes on a line. great. I mean, he makes he makes a good point. He's gonna live in the the same legacy with. Christian Bale I think where it's like people just play that for fun but I think he's right in that in his point if I'm being honest he probably could handle that a lot better he probably shouldn't when no, you're, he when lost you're, his shit yeah. when yeah. you're, when you're in the p- position Bob. of leadership yeah. the, the way to lead is to not publicly embarrass people so he probably could have handled that better but you know, it is what it is. But on the
0: other hand, look, people yell on movie sets all the time. And when you fuck up, sometimes you need to get yelled at, right? Oh, shit. So if you didn't fuck up, he could have just fired them right there and he did it. He did yell at them. He could have taken them aside, did it quietly. But in this case, apparently it sounds like this isn't the first time this has happened.
2: Yeah, we don't know the full
0: context. So I'm, I'm all right with him I don't know, yelling like, at fucking being people. Being from New York, like getting yelled at like this is just a nothing. Day. That's Yeah, that's every day. And especially movie sets, man. Like... You, and if you fuck up, you're gonna yell that. Now, apparently, would you yell at someone, Emran? Uh, look, I, it would take a lot. It would honestly, it would take Emron's a lot. Emron's a pussy; he can't do it. So, like, <laughs> if so, he, he like does not that's want why I'm, I'm
2: just it. like, oh, he's championing somebody, yelling at people. I'm this guy,
0: because he for, wants to. I think he really would if he if he could. He if would. He could. Yeah. If somebody fucked, it would be have to be something really bad, <laughs> <Just> really. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, but you know, in Tom's case, there is a lot of money. Apparently this was posted today another story saying that Tom Cruise had another tirade and then a bunch of people have now walked off the set. Uh unfortunately I don't know if it's the same people uh but two <laughs> individuals have uh quit. So
2: right. I got I got some breaking news yeah. from our our posts our uh Jocketer Nation I'll oh. credit Justin Zwerner, all hail King Imran. Oh, of course. I love that. That's not what he said. No. but he, I'd assume that's what he said before he goes to bed. And that's, off. that's his prayer. Um, yeah. oh. <laughs> HBO confirms Game of Thrones House of the Dragon spinoff release date. Oh, the prequel. Yeah. House of the when Dragon. When is it coming
0: out? 2020 whenever? I mean, come on. No,
2: 2022. It looks oh, like. Oh,
0: that's not too far. Yeah. It's not coming out in
1: theaters. This it's is,
2: no, out, well, dude. this is no, HBO. This is also st- the Dragon will star Patty Considine as Viserys Targaryen, cool. Matt, Spren- Matt Smith as Prince Daemon Targaryen, Emmy Darcy as Prince Rhaenyra Targaryen, and Olivia Cook as the Ancient Alicent Hightower. So,
0: oh, cool! That's the prequel, right? The, like the five
2: thousand years before. Or it was the yeah. Age of the Dragons. Exploring the origins of the House Targaryen. House Targaryen.
0: You know what? That's a good uh, segue to take a break because in the next thing we're going to talk about there is a former Game of Thrones uh, alum in the episode of Mando which we will review right after this, listener. After these
2: messages we'll be right back
0: Hey, hooligans! This is Michael. This is Michelle.
1: This is Jeremy from Who the What Now?
0: The show about
1: strange stories from the internet. And Bigfoot came over and beat his ass. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he, like knocked him around a little bit, and he just kind of went limp and big for the left.
0: Pop culture. Jean John Jean- Van Clam. <laughs> I, I, I saw...
2: <laughs> John Fawde Van I Clam gonna...
0: was supposed to be the alien in Predator mm-hmm. and like did like a jump splits and like ended up with his like bats right in the dude's
1: face that, that's like, get the in our crazy lives like oh there's a cat on my back and then all of a sudden I feel something I feel a furry paw go down my ass crack <laughs> just slide right down my ass crack goes like what are you doing you can catch us on all your favorite podcast applications Spotify iTunes Libsyn I Heart radio. Stitcher. Yamamas mamas. <laughs> and wherever else you find they have quality
2: podcasts.
0: <laughs> so don't miss out on the next Who Ooh, The what? what Now.
2: Transmission commencing. This is Wookie
1: Radio. Translated for the Wookiee parent. I
2: like that Wookiee.
1: Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy.
2: Uh, hold it. Hold it.
1: I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember, the Force will be with you, always.
2: and
0: Listener, if you enjoy the show and you want a way to support the show, give us a little tip, a little thank you. Join our fan club. Visit jockinnerd.com slash Patreon. jockinerd Nerd! And uh, you can sign up for a monthly or annual membership. As little as $3 a month gets you bonus content, uh, an exclusive RSS feed that has tons of more audio, more bullshit from us just for our Patreon uh, fans. And the show's come out early. Uh, this week, bonus content. I did Mando episode 7. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But I did my instant reaction, and there was a Jock talk. Their bottom is is very weak. Mr. Chaswell. Chaswell, yeah. Chasington. Uh, Chasington, Chaswell Huntington. Chasraham. Chasraham. Chaslingworth Chazling. Chaz, the second, Yes. Chisel. For Chisel. Anyways, mm. all that. Jockinter.com slash Patreon. Holy shit, Mandalorian. It's the penultimate episode. Let's get to it. Come on, baby. Do the magic hand thing. Uh, we are up to season two, episode seven, chapter 15, titled The Believer. The penultimate episode, season two. I'm
2: a believer. Oh, I was I'm about believe.
0: to sing this. <laughs> <laughs> are you singing? I hope you're not singing the Smash Mouth version. Are you no, singing no. the actual fucking monkeys version? No, I'm not saying it's Smash. Okay, anyways. Spoilers for this episode. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This one running in around 37 minutes, written and directed by Rick Famuyiwa, who uh, directed the movie Dope, which is very good. And he directed episode two episodes last season, episode two, The Child, and episode six, The Prisoner, which was the Bill Burr episode. And he gets to return and uh, work with Bill Burr again. Anthony. Yeah. Uh, what happened this week? Kind of back to the side mission thing, so but and but
2: ele- uh, elevated a little bit. <laughs> sort of a side mission, but they're trying to get somewhere. So last episode, they Mando talks to Gino Carano, says, I got to find Bill Burr. <laughs> so they find Bill Burr, and <laughs> Bill Burr, I guess, was part of the Empire and Bilbo is the only guy that knows possibly where Moff Gideon is, I believe, right? Yeah, the coordinates to his cruiser. But to get to him, they got to go to this other planet, to this base for the Empire. And they sneak in because the Empire's getting all this radiation. I don't know what the fuck to get in. Ritonium Exactly, Morak. to blow up things. <laughs> yes. So they sneak in there. Mando has to take off his mask because it looks like he might have been part of the empire at some point
0: No, see i don't know
2: we don't know anyways what? they sneak in they infiltrate um they get the coordinates they fight off a bunch of stormtroopers Burr hears from one of the generals about the terrible things they're going to do and has a little i got to do good thing and he blows up the base and now they know where to fucking go and it ends with they know where to go to f- find moff gideon and the child and Bill Burr is let free because he did a good thing. There you go. And
0: then Mando sends a threatening voicemail to Moff Gideon.
2: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: At the very end saying, I'm coming for you. You know what? This fucking episode was uh, uh was pretty fucking amazing. It's a side quest, but the quiet moments and the action combined. And rugs. Bill Burr stole this whole episode. What a performance. He's so good. Yeah, he was good. Um, I liked, I mean, there was a scene,
1: uh, you know, when they meet with the, uh, the, the Imperial dude and having, has- having a drink that was like, uh, it was, it was kind of like riveting, you know, you like, knew Tarantino. that he was going to lose his shit. You're yeah. just waiting for him to explode. You know, that violence was about to happen. So yeah, it was like, um, that was kind of nice.
0: Um, the anti-war sentiment throughout the episode is very, I, very interesting. I like this whole idea of the believer. Who is the believer? I didn't understand who is the title well, referring Well, I think to. it's
1: about, it's not about who the believer is. It's obviously the Mando is the believer. It's about, Is about questioning your beliefs. And, uh, and Bill Burr's character was talking about how, look, I'm pointing out that you're being a hypocrite right here, that you like, you have all these beliefs, but you're ready to throw them out the window when it suits you. I fucking love that. I love that little exchange. And that's everybody, every yeah. person who have these beliefs. I remember, um, Louis C.K. had this big, bit about about your beliefs you believe them but you don't
0: actually ever fucking do them and it's one of those things that yeah the believer refers to mando it refers to bill burr refers to and hess even and it's exactly what you said is that one is no different from the other like in the terms of the the people they're like we're just invaders they don't see a difference between us very i love the bringing it back to war wartime stuff that scene with and hess was like a Tarantino, like Inglorious Bastards level tension, is just so well done. Rick Famuyiwa does a great job
2: as as uh, Tarantino as it gets on Star Wars. Yeah, on on Star Disney Wars. Plus, yes,
0: he's still people getting shot, killed, and shit. Sure. Eh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, what what's the deal with Mando being able to get his face scan? I think does that mean he was part of the Empire? No, see, I okay, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I think that they. I mean, that made no sense to me at Why all. Why did that work? I didn't understand it. Um.
2: That's Is what that would mean, right? It,
1: yeah.
0: I well, mean, well, here's my theory. It's like a shitty version of like, you know, how you have the capture boxes on internet forums where it's just it's like, <laughs> I'm human. Click here. I think it just needed a face. So droids well, can't access the machine. No, you want to know something? Um, I've heard this said before.
1: Is that the um, the empire is is very against aliens being part of
0: them? Oh, they're very oh,
1: racist. Towards I, aliens. I guess I've never seen an
2: alien on the empire. yeah.
1: You've yeah, never seen aliens, so either just clones or humans or whatever humanoids. So maybe they're just trying to make sure that like no other aliens like are that it's accessing just a human because
0: that's I that's had the same point. I was like, why did that work? This makes no sense, but that that makes a good point. I love how when they were like going through why they couldn't go with him, everyone's like, oh, the ISB is there, they're gonna track me. And the bubble fed is like, uh yeah, they recognize my face a little bit. I can't go with you. So the so many crazy things happen. Mando getting in the stormtrooper Arbor was amazing. Uh the the pirate scene. That action was really well done. And then the fucking getting saved by TIE fighters and stormtroopers and then them cheering for them like they did in A New Hope. But it was the other side. I just thought it was fascinating to see the stormtroopers. Because who are these stormtroopers? The Empire Blue ended five years ago. Who the fuck are these people still hanging around?
2: I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, these are all people that think that whatever the Empire was doing was good. Right. So,
2: doesn't yeah, I mean, Valen Hess even makes the point like those people were probably, even though they all died in in the point he's making, he, they were doing it for the cause, right? Like For the good of the, the Empire. And Bill's right. like, was like it, all, was I it guess really? Uh, I wish there was a little more nuance. Sometimes it kind of hinted at nuance in this one in that like maybe these people are like, they don't believe they're evil. Right. Because it's always, in Star Wars, it's always been the battle of good versus evil. So I liked that the hints of the nuance of they think they're doing these the right guys thing. maybe doing things that they've... Philosophically, believe is the right thing to do. Well,
0: I love where he's like, everyone says they want freedom, but what they really want is order. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the thing that the
1: empire does is it creates an order. Now, whether you like that order or if that order fits you, that's a different story. But they they do provide you know a hierarchy and order to things and whatever. So it might not work out for aliens. Obviously, they don't have aliens high ranking in their in their thing um, that are non human. So I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe there's all kinds of stuff that we
0: haven't explored yet. It's similar to, if you think about, okay, do you think about the Middle East when Saddam Hussein was in power? I'm going to make this weird analogy. He was keeping everything in check. He was order. They took him out, and the fucking place goes crazy. Ah. Nobody's controlling anything. So the Empire's role in the galaxy is to be Saddam Hussein. I
2: just figured it out. That's what they're doing. I understand what you're saying. Right? Uh, Bill
0: Burr, though so fantastic i love mayfield's character because he does he gets amazing redemption and i love the moment where he gives him his helmet back he goes i didn't see your face it's cool but what is i love him questioning mando's belief what is the rule can you not take your helmet off or you can you not show your face and why does pedro Pascal still have a mustache Uh, wow who who's are you still shaving nobody can see your face what is the point of the mustache you should have a full beard yes it should be completely shaggy there was a like bunch of, of rumors uh, before the season that Pedro Pascal stormed off the set and he wouldn't be in the second half of the episode because he wasn't getting enough actual face time. He didn't want to wear the helmet, but then... He, there was an interview that
2: yeah, he, he did he debunked that was like, that. Overplayed. yeah, so That wasn't the thing.
0: And obviously, he's still in the fucking episode, but one episode a season, I guess, he gets to show his face. And- there was
2: a lot... I read that... Uh, drink, I interrupted you. There was a lot of... Uh, There was some stuff I read where, like, especially last season, he wasn't on set for a lot of that stuff. Like, there was another guy doing that, and he was just doing voiceovers.
0: Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard said Pedro Pascal was not on set. It was that's John Wayne's grandson. Remember, that's the stunt double. Uh, So, and I wonder how often Pascal is in that suit. A couple of Easter eggs that uh, the threatening voicemail, the, the the lines Mando used to Gideon was the same thing Gideon said to them. Remember. He is. I'm coming to get him. He is worth more powerful than you know. He's worth more to me than you know. He said the same shit back to Gideon, which was fucking great. This is the first episode with no baby Yoda, which had me wondering: could this show survive without Grogu? It kind it of would be a different show. Yeah, but, but it was all in effort to go and save Grogu. This whole little side mission. Did you notice Boba Fett's armor super clean? The cleanest well, I it's, it's ever about been. That. Why? It's it's was ever been. Why it was clean? He repainted it. Oh, it's just painted. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't even-
1: dirty. It was just all the paint was chipped off of it. And so um the question is, why would Boba Fett repaint the armor when he's been wearing it all busted up this whole time? Yeah. And I think that he's been without the armor for such a long time that it, now this is a new era. He's been without the armor. And now he's back in the armor. It's a new era. So he kind of like rebaptizes himself. So he
0: can scuff it up again and the mark's taken on the new journey. Well, I think he's a different person now, too. Oh, that's interesting. Because it's cleaner than it was in the first time we saw him in New Hope. Like it wasn't this clean. I was like, oh, shit. No,
1: his armor has always been scuffed
0: up. Yeah. Also, I loved looking inside Slave One rugs. Uh, Did you notice how roomy it is and how the. The central cockpit's are like on a gyroscope, and the thing rotates around. They've never shown that, and I thought that was fucking I would love to see that. Very cool. Slave One side by side to the the other one. How um, big the is this fucking ship?
1: It, it looks like it's got to be a much bigger.
0: Yeah. So I, I, it seemed a lot bigger than I thought it was. Uh, make, my favorite thing was
1: when Slave One was flying and he drops that missile. Oh yes, uh, that that uh, takes lead out those. Uh, that,
0: seismic charge. Those were used before. In uh in in Attack of the Clones. That was badass. He just shoots up and that's like a sound charge using sound to blow everything up. Mayfeld brings up Operation Cinder, which is when the Val and Hess conversation gets all tense. Did you know about Operation Cinder Rugs? I had to look this up.
1: No, I did not.
0: This is familiar to anyone who's read the Marvel comic Shattered Empire, who played video game Battlefront 2. Operation Cinder was a last-ditch effort by the Empire to wipe out the Rebellion in the event that they actually succeeded in killing Emperor Palpatine. Right after destruction of the second Death Star in Return of the Jedi, the Empire launched a fleet of climate-disrupting satellites to completely ravage the weather of a number of planets. This battle was first introduced in the 2015 Marvel Comics Limited series Star Wars Shattered Empire, and then it was the backdrop for 2017 video game. Battlefront 2 This is where I, uh, He says Bernan Khan Everybody died They just killed Millions of people The dude who played Val Hess Richard Brake I think is his name He played the original Night King Geek-boner. On Game of Thrones Not Vladimir Fordik Who we had Remember we had audio from him That's right Vladimir with Fordic. birds in the background. Yeah, he was. He played the last two seasons. Uh, this dude played the Night King for like the first five seasons. Uh, I love the TPS reports. Geek boner. Uh, fucking uh, office, office space comment. Did you catch that? Anthony? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I got that. We say that again. He goes here. Come on, let's. I'll help you with these TPS reports. Bill oh. Burr. that's a fucking office space fucking joke.
2: Yeah, it is. So they have. <laughs> I, I caught that. and I was like. TPS, I've heard that before, but yeah. then it, like I, it immediately went away.
0: So Office Space exists in fucking Star Wars universe? Is that what I'm to believe? Uh, that was hilarious. And then the brown, sh- the brown stormtroopers, those are shore troopers, and we saw them in Rogue One. Uh, before the skid
2: mark stormtroopers, the
0: skid mark, They are absolutely. That's a good way to describe. It. They look like skid marks. Uh, and I'm hoping the finale. How about you give me like 40 minutes, Mandalorian. You can go a little bit Did longer.
2: You, should we speculate on the finale or is it stupid because by the time this releases... By the, the finale, time you hear this, this the show. finale... Well,
0: I so do that, have some it. predictions. That's it. one episode left and that's it's it. all done. Well, let's rate it and then we'll go through some predictions okay. real quick. What would you give this episode, Anthony?
2: Uh, I'll go uh, 7 out of 10.
0: Okay, that's solid. Rugs. I'm going to say 7.5 out of 10. Okay. I'm going to give it an 8. While it was a side quest, again, the fucking dialogue, the the character development with Mando and Bill Burr, Mayfield, were amazing. I love remember when he calls them you people? And he's like, by you people, I do mean Mandalorians. (laughs) So fucking funny. And he had some great lines. He's like, I'm so sorry you're not coming. You're such a ray of sunshine. Can't imagine how much fun you'd be. I want to hear him go, these fucking (laughs) stormtroopers, they're wicked pissed. Uh Bill Burr is so good. I'm going to give it an eight. It's brutal. It's brutal. I it's think brutal. it was a nice, like, kind of slow down. Even though there's lots of action, the last two episodes were so intense. You needed to slow down the pace a little. Now... Yeah,
1: Boba Fett basically did nothing. Boba Fett the, did the nothing. The cast did nothing. It no was just Baby Yoda. It, just, it, was, it was a Mando and Bill Burr episode. So.
0: Yeah. So another video gamey episode. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, it was fine. It was entertaining.
0: Look, the show delivers every week. Absolutely. It's entertainment. entertainment.
2: Absolutely. I have Um, some
0: predictions of what we might see or what's already aired uh, for the listener in real time. (laughs) Anthony, what do you think is going to happen?
2: I don't have any predictions because I don't know shit. Yeah. I just like the the article I brought up from The Ringer where the, the lead was... Is it possible that baby Yoda aka Grogu becomes the villain oh. in season 3?
0: Oh shit. Oh shit. That would be interesting.
2: That'd be interesting, right? I, d- I think that would kill like every little boys and girls and teenager and basically anyone that's Star Wars fan's heart. Would they have but the balls to do that? That'd be an interesting turn. Yeah. Would they have the balls to do something like
0: since I mean, that? That's Star Wars, they yeah. always take
1: people that are good and make them bad, right?
0: <laughs> It'd be a great way to make next season interesting. Rugs, you got any predictions?
1: Uh, I don't fucking know what this show... I mean, like, it could go anywhere. I mean, there's going to be a showdown with Moff Gideon. Yes. That's all I know. And I don't know if Thrawn's going to be even alluded to or if he's going to be, like, in, in a post-credit scene. They don't have those, but, like, in the in an pro-
0: epilogue or whatever. Um, Sometimes they have post-credit scenes. I think they did that last season at the end, possibly. Um, little Buttons. I think... Uh, Of course, the showdown, yes. I think Bo-Katan and the Night Owls are going to show up because she needs the Darksaber. He wants Grogu. Both things are there. They can accomplish both things. And I think they might pull the bullshit where we don't find out if Grogu contacted anyone when he was in the the Force Jizz stream. Like the whole battle, the thing happens, they save him, whatever. And the last shot is uh, the Jedi, whoever it is, showing up when everything's done. And he's like, hey, where is everybody? But we don't know who it is. And it cuts to black, and that's it until for another year.
1: That would be crazy. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. I know that they want to have anticipation at an all-time high when this ends. Like, but they want to feel like that they, you know, that they ended the game. You know, they they ended this
0: this season like with with a payoff. But then they they need a little bit dangling to keep a keep you hooked for next season.
1: Well, I mean, all of these things can dangle.
0: Thrawn can yeah, dangle. Yeah, yeah. The Jedi, yeah, was all can of it dangle. Yeah, but yeah. they
1: have to re- resolve this Moff Gideon thing. Whether I they think,
0: okay, I think a major character oh, will die. I know I interrupted, I interrupted, but I forgot <laughs> oh, to shoot. say I also think one major character will come to an end. I don't know if it's Moff Gideon or Boba Fett. I don't know.
1: It could be Boba Fett. I don't think it's going to be Moff Gideon. I think he's going to live to fight another day. Yeah. But it could be, um, Boba Fett dies. Uh, they got the Dark Troopers that have to come into play. We got to see what they can do. We we don't know the fate of uh, Grogu. We have no idea where he's going to end up. You know, Anthony brought up he could be the bad guy. Yeah, he, he could end up. You never know. You might, you might find out who the donor is. Like all these questions are out there. There's so much. It's almost like not Game of Thrones level, but
0: there's so many questions. It's kind of like that. And I don't think they introduce a new character. I think they tease us at the end and leave us hanging. I don't think they would go and introduce another one. Here's a little bit of spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler well, alert. not really, because uh, the episode will be out by now. But Pedro Pascal, for an interview with Wonder Woman, let it slip. The director of the finale. And it is Peyton Reed. Yay? Geek job. Or nay? Peyton Reed directed the second episode of the season, the spider, the frog lady episode. And of course, uh, you know, he's directed the Ant-Man, so I would have thought they would have given it to a heavy hitter, like maybe a Fabro or another action, but it's Peyton Reed, who does good action. He's solid. Yeah. Which episode did he do? He did the, the Frog the Lady a- one with the big spiders. The arachnophobia one? Yeah. Was that the one? Yeah. it the passenger, where she hitches a ride, the Frog Lady, yeah, the okay. eggs. Alien type. Yeah. And I think he, did he do one last season? I think he did an episode last season. Last thing about Star Wars, some more sad news. We talked about the passing of David Prowse, Darth Vader. Well, today, the dude who played the original Boba Fett in costume, Jeremy Bullock, passed away age 75. Uh, And this is the guy that just made kids want to buy the fucking action figure the minute you saw him in the first movie or the second movie, whenever they introduced him. Uh, but uh, he, I guess, I, I, hopefully he got to see his character back on The Mandalorian, you know, at the end of his life.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, Boba Fett's at an all time high, and, and, he, and he goes out when he's relevant, you know, which is kind of good for him because now people are discussing him in a different kind of light. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all remember that he was the Boba Fett. He was the guy in the suit. So,
0: He is the guy. We lost, so now we've lost Boba Fett and Darth Vader and Chewbacca, right? Peter Mayhew. Is he still alive? I think he might be still. I'm not sure. Is Chewbacca the only one? You're you're killing everybody. (laughs) It's It's Wait, is Chewbacca the only one stuffed uh, living? Uh, No. Peter Mayhew died in 2019. Oh, he did. So Chewbacca, Darth Vader. Is C-3PO still alive? Anthony Daniels is still alive because he was in Rise of the Skywalker. You know what I just learned? This has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh,
1: George right. Lucas had a kid at like 60-something. something. Oh, speaking what? of George
2: Lucas, yeah. they that was, that was another thing they speculated in that Ringer article for next season. They're like, one, will they offer George Lucas a chance to direct an it? episode. And two, would he take it?
0: I don't know if I want him to direct that idea. Yeah. I don't think I want him to. You don't That's want a him to a fuck up right they, there. But they,
2: they, they prefaced it by like, by saying, don't let him, just don't let him write any of the dialogue, please.
0: Well, look, you got, yeah. you got uh, Hayden Christensen returning.
2: That's what they were. That's Darth hinting, Vader. Like maybe he, all these people coming back.
0: Yeah. Maybe he directs fucking an Obi-Wan episode or, Maybe don't let him... I don't know. I don't know if I just want his ideas and then let someone else direct it, or... I,
1: yeah, I, I think that he would probably be better as, like, uh, like a producer-writer person, like or just a creative, you know, person
2: behind Consultant. it.
0: Consultant. Yeah. I mean, the directors they've gotten for the show are phenomenal. Like, the guru. They're so good.
2: They're bringing back... I mean, they they kind of re them, re-ingraining themselves in the fan base with how good Mandalorian season two is. So. Star
0: Wars definitely is. This is it's had the best fucking street cred it's had in a while, uh, and uh, it's ending. And then we'll get uh, Wandavision next month and other
2: fun stuff. Well, and and we'll and we'll get seventy five other Star and Wars. And then yeah, shows. fifteen
0: other Star Wars shows, and movies, and ten other Marvels, and everything. Everybody gets a show. I think it's a mistake to like flood the market with stuff. I think you should really be way more methodical about this. But that one Stormtrooper in that one scene, they just announced he's getting a show. <laughs> He's getting his own spin-off. Bill Everybody's. Burr is
2: doing a comedy special, uh, dude, but he's doing it so, as the guy from on. Star Wars. Hold on. You
0: laugh, but holy shit. Geek, I would watch the Bill Burr-Mig Mayfield show all day. Put him in the fucking the Rangers show with Cara Dune. I think he needs to be a regular. I can watch him spin-off. I want to see what he does. He's stuck on the fucking Morak planet now. At least they could have gave him a ride home how's he supposed to get off of there
2: i'll give bill burke credit he has a lot of charisma like his his charisma from on comedy translates to the small screen very well because he not only in this but he was good in uh that uh whatchamacallum uh,
0: staten island uh yeah. King Staten Island. should
2: He's shown more range and in charisma than i thought he would have
0: he's a really good dramatic actor and it just goes to prove our theory that like comedians can do drama better than Dramatic actors can do comedy sometimes. They just have the darkness. They have the range. Not all of them, but Bill Burr is a legit. Like he's his career is great, and I can just see it growing. Like him getting more dramatic roles because he nails it. He's fucking good. I I'm was so impressed with him. Anyways, <laughs> news from the nation. It's time for news from, from the nation. Everyone, news from the nation. <laughs> It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Uh, Lisa Morrison posted on our Facebook group, Jockin' Nerd Nation, based on our last episode. She writes Every time I listen, I end up yelling at Imran for getting his facts wrong. (laughs) That's it? Catherine Langford did not play Cassie Lang. She played a grown up Morgan Stark, and her scene was cut from Endgame. (laughs) Cassie was played by Emma Furman. You are absolutely right. I'm an asshole. And thank oh, you shit. for correcting that. I got everything all confused when we were talking I, about it. I hockey. don't
1: question when Imran says a name because I
0: have no idea <laughs> anybody's name. I like that people are paying attention. Sometimes I say wrong shit just to see if anybody's listening. <laughs> I guess they are. <laughs> it was a test. Yeah, it was, and said. you passed. Well done, Lisa Morrison. You can say it, anything
2: these days and get away with it. And just, Pretty if much. It's, if it's false, just say it. Who cares? You
0: don't have to we fact just went check through the anything. biggest
2: disinformation campaign ever. Absolutely.
0: So, still, still,
2: we're still you know going through it.
0: I'm going to still say Catherine Langford did play Cassie Lang. I'm revoking that. Oh shit. Her, her.
2: How do you retraction. know
0: it really was it?
2: I don't know. I could have been say it enough times and dig your heels and <laughs> you might be right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everything is deep faked on the internet, anyways. Uh, Jess Rivera shared a link to the story. About a Firefly reboot coming to Disney Plus, and he wants to know Geek Geekboner! Geek Boner. Or Floppy John. Floppy
1: John. What do you mean by reboot? Well, or is the cast coming back, or is Joss Whedon's not involved, obviously, because. He's like he's cheating on his rock. wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did a. He acted like an he?
1: asshole. I guess, and you're not allowed to do that. So, I
0: guess. this source from my giant freaking robot. He he writes. My source tells me Disney is in early development on a Firefly reboot. The new show would start the story of Captain Mal Reynolds and his crew aboard the Serenity. Over from scratch with an aim to make this a long-running series on Disney Plus. There is a twist here, and the twist is that they see the show as ideal family-friendly programming for Disney Plus. Boo! My source tells me they're planning to target it more at a PG adventure family audience, less than PG thirteen than it was. Uh, he, the source unable to confirm whether series creators Joss Whedon is actually involved. And I thought I read somewhere no, some of the people not, may come back. No. Floppy jock.
1: Yeah. You got a hooker. I don't like this idea. You got a hooker. Don't water this that's down. working on the crew,
0: okay? You can't how are you gonna do that family style? You got a guy who always shoots first. Uh Disdified version of this is not what you I'm know. looking forward to. Chris Marin said, I hope geek boner, but I have a feeling the cast slash production chemistry of the original was lightning in a bottle.
2: This is a mistake. They the- they should move they should do it. If they want to do it, they should do it and just put it on Hulu where they're have their more mature content yeah don't water it down but why would you put it on disney plus that doesn't make any sense that i don't see much i mean other than the marvel fans like firefly doesn't seem to make any sense on disney plus
0: no because it's just too similar to other things that are on there that you would watch like star wars instead
2: i guess i don't know well just and just like why like what is it even what brand does it even associate with
0: this this is uh this was a fox fox acquisition obviously this is why they have it um, I don't know a Disney-fied version. It just sounds like a lame fucking nope. cash cash crap. I the say f- flash. Which Get movie did we review? Out. Did we
2: review one of them? We reviewed Serenity. Serenity. Serenity.
0: remember with Nathan Fillion, and we kind of enjoyed it and thought that you know he was pretty good. But uh, I, his- I have
2: to, I have to admit, I don't remember anything. It's so kind funny.
0: of a generic sci-fi pirate yeah. kind of movie thing. But I,
2: I, I remember reviewing it, and I don't remember what <laughs> I even said. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. well, I think I just, you like I think that there's a cool. Listen, I think it's a cool idea that they make this um, universe about what would happen if we started to spread out to other planets and settle them, and there is this kind of like there is this network that is like a galaxy that 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 Earthlings have populated, and how each planet is different, and there's all these space stations and and shit like that, and how like you know maybe two thousand years into the future what it could be like and it is kind of like the wild west when they're terraforming these planets and there's no infrastructure there and they're kind of they don't have a lot of resources and it is kind of like the wild west where like they're just out there with nothing and then you got these guys that are like you know taking advantage of that you know you know doing shit like that's interesting and it's also interesting that they create the reavers which are this offshoot of humanity that have that they've created these like kind of like these bad guys that like to kill and murder and rape and whatever, so um, it's got everything, all the ingredients for a good
0: show. The cast made that show, though. You got to have but, that kind of chemistry. Wait,
1: how do you do a, a, a kid-friendly thing when you have reavers, you have a prostitute, you have an experiment that's crazy that fucking sees crazy shit and does crazy shit and like causes lots
0: of violence? You can't. It's not going to work. Yeah, just make a different show, Disney Plus. Yeah, you're doing you're doing some other bullshit. It's just not, just don't don't uh, don't mess with the Firefly. Uh that's uh all I got for uh news from the nation. You guys want to do some what are we watching? Anybody have anything particularly interesting they want to share? They see? Nothing. nothing, Rex, anything?
1: I just start watching the the Schultz stuff. I mean, all it is is um sixteen minute uh breakdowns of uh, different topics. Who is this? Turning the listeners on to this. Um it's on Netflix. Andrew um, Schultz, yeah. If you uh, if you followed him on Instagram, like Anthony turned him on to me, I did. Yeah, so uh, I was like, oh, this is fucking right out my alley, and now he's got a Netflix special. So uh, check it out; it's good. Well, it's just basically like a, a quick, bite-sized, like take on stuff. So it's like a quick take on. Coronavirus, a quick take on conspiracy theories, a quick take on Black Lives Matter. Oh, I like that. And uh, he, I audibly laughed like at least four or five times
0: while I was watching uh, some of this shit. So, uh, yeah, check it out. I've watched a bunch of shit. I'm just going to mention one thing. I don't know what it is yet because I finished the Spider-Man Miles Morales video game. I've started playing cyberpunk for a few hours and it's fucking overwhelming as shit. Uh, this is definitely going to take a lot more time.
1: But, oh, I could talk about that all day.
0: Yes, but I need more time with the game because it's crazy. I will mention what I've been enjoying on HBO Max is the series called The Flight Attendant starring Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory, and she voiced Harley Quinn. Uh, and the show, you guys, the setup is basically like The Night Of. Remember The Night Of with Riz Ahmed on HBO? The yeah. the Night Of in the with the tone of Dead To Me with Christina Applegate and Linda Carlini, I'll give you basically this is the setup. This happens before the opening credits of the first episode. She plays a girl named Cassie, who's a flight attendant, but she's also kind of has a drinking problem. She's a freewheeling gal going out drinking everywhere she goes. She flirts with this guy on the plane in Bangkok. They hook up, Uh, they have a huge night. She can't remember anything. She wakes up, she turns over, and this guy's throat is cut. Oh, he is dead. It's blood everywhere, and she runs and that happens before the opening credits of the first episode. Uh it's a crazy adventure Rosie Perez is in it. It's it was it's the tension and the, the action is good. The the storyline gets a little muddy in the middle. Is it's, action? There's a lot of like crazy like spy shit and like cuz she's unraveling this mystery. They do this one thing that's interesting in the show. It's the mindscape. It's how she connects back to the incident. Instead of flashing back to this waking up, she goes into her head and she's back in the room with the guy, and the guy is there talking to her. And so throughout the show, she goes back and and talks to the guy that died that she just met, she didn't know. But now she's like kind of imagining it's crazy. Are these new conversations or this is conversations that no, these are new conversations. Mm. And the guy only knows what she knows. But she retreats to this. It's a very, that's something I haven't seen anybody else do. Like it, it breaks the, the predictability of the format. She goes into this fucking headscape where the guy's there. Interesting. Yeah, it's very good. I would check it out. I think it's only eight episodes. throw it on. Yeah. Fun, quick, very energetic. She's really good. She reminds me of a young Christina Applegate, Kaylee Cuoco. She produced the show too. So that shit is good. Cool. Uh, other than that, I'm ready for fucking Mando. Season finale, finale and yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 and all of Warner Brothers movies Warner. that may come out next year. <laughs> so how,
1: how much have you played of cyberpunk? <laughs> uh, Wait, l- before you get in, yeah. explain to me oh, this. Oh, Because
2: right. I've heard about this from multiple people and now I'm not intrigued, but i curious. Ruggs,
1: you want to take this? Wait, you want to know what cyberpunk is? Yes. Yeah, I don't
2: even know what it is. I, you just walk around, right?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <Boy> Spoiler <laughs> alert. All right. So basically... You've heard of Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. It's basically Grand Theft Auto. It's set in the future. Yeah. And you can, and the difference between this and Grand Theft Auto is that there's like, uh you know, obviously there's, a, there's a, a bunch of stories that happen in the game that unravel depending on who you talk to and who you interact with and this and that. And then there's another aspect of it is that that's deeper than Grand Theft Auto is that you can upgrade your person with like cybernetics and hacking and stuff like that. So it takes like Grand Theft Auto and adds a bunch of stuff to it. It's an RPG. Mm-hmm. First and uh, yeah, so it's, a, it's an adventure, it's like a movie that unravels. You're watching a lot of scenes that happen, it's a story. Um and it's fucking um,
0: overwhelming is what it is. Yeah, there's just Holy so much shit. going Holy on. Shit. It,
1: it, it's um it had a bit of trouble on the launch because like uh, it came out really buggy and there's a lot of fucking game breaking bugs so people are pissed but Mm. and they're and then also they're making the comparison to to grand theft auto and how grand theft auto did certain things better than this but this is at this is it's even though it's failing on some of the stuff that grand theft auto did it's still bringing a bunch of different shit in as well it's way deeper so uh, yeah, it's just a crazy ass game, and I have no idea what's going to happen. And Keanu's in it.
0: Yeah, Keanu Reeves says, Anthony. They people have been waiting for this game for eight years. Yeah, they've been making oh, it for shit. like a long fucking. It's time. been delayed. Do you interact
2: with other people?
0: No. No,
2: you're just, you're just playing by the yourself. Game.
0: All NPCs and uh, AI, and you can talk but to the characters. But even when
2: you're online, you're not playing against other. You're not no. No, You can't run. There's into no
0: multiplayer, else. right,
1: Rugs? Got it. No, not that I know of. Maybe later it will happen. But I think right now, because they did that with Grand Theft Auto, they have they have a space where you can all play together.
0: There. So CD Projekt Red they made Witcher Three. They're getting a little bit of bad PR right now because the everybody been waiting. It's been delayed. Apparently it runs great on PCs and the next gen consoles. They never showed footage of it on the last-gen consoles, and everyone says on the uh, PlayStation 4 and the Xbox last-gen, they're having tons of problems. they got to turn off settings. In fact, I played the other day. I did a side mission. The fucking thing crashed on me, and I'm talking hard crash like it went to the blue screen and I had to fucking turn it off and turn it back on
2: again um, yeah there's some it's, get it's, a new one
0: yeah, yeah I'm just gonna throw it out
2: it's fucking you get it's a bro- new get a playstation it's 5
0: it's broken but it's a hundred gig download but the game is it's wild it's so it's immersive. huge it's like, so like huge the
1: city that they made is huge there's gangs there's prostitutes there's yeah. like just brain dances, you which could, is like oh, that's where amazing. you can yes, we like uh, in, remember a *Strange Days* that movie where you can like take someone's memories and put them in your head, and you can like na- you can like navigate around. You people's can go memories. in the
0: memory and scan things and play it backwards and yeah. forwards. What are, you, what are you
2: trying to accomplish? All
1: right, so I'll tell you the brief story: is right. that um, you are a you are a character, and you're teamed up with this guy. And you guys do like little, like, uh, I guess for work for hire for people, right? They, they hire you for fucking jobs. You might have to kill someone. You might have to fucking, uh, you know, infiltrate something and grab it. And you, you're basically an underworld dude that like, that like does jobs. Sometimes you help and the cops. Yeah. You help, you can do, depending on your path, you can choose to help cops. You can get, do some wet work and fucking kill people for money. You can do all kinds of stuff. But anyway, this guy ends up dying. Oh, I just fucking spoiled it. What? And now. <laughs> oh, Go back. Who dies? <laughs> no, I don't tell you. Anyway. Yeah, and then, don't spoil and, it. And basically, um, during this mission, um, you end up implanting um, a chip into your head and all of a sudden Keanu Reeves appears. And um, Wait, this is
0: really spoilery because I haven't
1: gotten to this part. Oh. <laughs> so but it's, in it's in the commercials. It's in the commercial. commercial. Okay. Yeah. In the commercial. So and, and now, basically. So now, basically, um he's kind of guiding you. He or you're fighting with his consciousness, like kind of like. I can't uh, wait to get to that Spider-Man. part. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I don't want to spoil anything else. I pretty much said two big spoilery things, but um, um, yeah. So basically, now you're in the city, and you're kind of on one hand. Trying to do what, do you and do whatever you want. But at the same time, this other thing is pulling you in directions to do other things. And you have to just stay alive, basically. and Survive. And just try and bank money. Here's and the other thing, get Anthony. Get hoes and all
0: that stuff. When you start, you have to pick. There's three. You pick a life path. You pick from three separate paths. There's a nomad path that lives out in the desert. You pick or a street kid. You start as a street kid or a corpo, and then you start as a corporate person up in the company that you have to eventually infiltrate. But let me tell you how overwhelming this is. You know how when you go to the map and it shows you, like, your missions and all the shit? You open this map and there's a fucking 200 icons. Oh,
2: shit. There's yeah, just your hundreds of things. constantly blowing yes, up.
0: There's text messages that you have to answer to get side gigs while you're driving and doing other things. There's people texting you, and you're trying to do the main mission. Uh, it's fucking insane and mm. it's a little much, but I, I'm, I'm ready to spend more time in Night's City. I just did this mission and where, where basically um,
1: you have to go to a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when you get to the brothel, you can't bring your weapons with you. So they make you like put them in the locker. So now I'm at this, I'm at the brothel and I have no weaponry, nothing. And I know shit's going to pop off at some point. Like something's going to go sideways and I'm fucking people going to have to come for me. And I, I, it literally was the scene from from Pulp Fiction oh, no. where Bruce Willis grabs the katana blade. Like, uh, I, yeah. Somehow yeah. I, I stumbled into our room and found a katana blade oh, and shit. I came out like Bruce Willis and just fucking was just hacking everybody away. And I was like, this is awesome. I fucking found this yeah,
2: It is great. I've heard I've heard about it from other people outside of you guys. So now I had to ask.
1: Yeah. Like put it this way. Is it a perfect game? No, it's got a lot of issues. And, and and it's indicative of all these games that come out now for some reason. All these games that come out seem like they're unfinished and not, like, ready to be launched, but they come out, and then all of a sudden there's, like, two or three months of them patching it and, up, and doing updates and DLC that's supposed to improve the game. So I think in, like, two or three months from now, it should be a decent game.
0: Yeah, I was going to wait a <laughs> few weeks, but they've already released a patch. They said they're going to release another one in January. The developers already came out and apologized, and a lot of the critics are saying... This game was not ready to be released uh, for the last gen consoles. Listen, it's got
1: the potential to be fucking amazing if they do patch this up and I mean, I'm still enjoying the narrative
0: of the game. It's still like a cool movie to, to kind of be. Part Absolutely. Of. Cause the, the, the movie scenes, the story scenes, like you can kind of look around, you walk around. They're not like cinematics. They're completely first person. Oh wow. You have control of everything. You can look at the guy you can look at. And the city itself is so fucking rich and just, there's people everywhere. And just looking at it is awesome. You're like, Holy shit. Look at this fucking city. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, Look, is it uh, flawless? No, it's got so many flaws, and I'm sure people like are gonna blow up our comments, like in the fucking nation. Go, well, yeah, this is such a shitty game. Why do you like it? I'm like, listen, I love fucking cyberpunk shit. I love like that whole. I like the Matrix. I love the idea of uh, augmentation, and it's like, I know that Saints Row was like Grand Theft Auto with super superpowers. Uh, and it was kind of, a, but it was kind of a jokey thing. This is like a way more well-written, serious attempt at telling a story that's interesting. There's so many storylines. It's like lines. a movie that you kind of experience.
0: Anthony, the other Great. backlash they got, the other reason people were jock. a little disappointed is when working on this game, they made it sound like this would be the future of video games. Like this would push everything forward. It would change things. Turns out, not so much. Not no, so it's much. Not. It's just that's a different. good game. It's just like a crazy game. Know what they did do is they uh, this is one thing Anthony uh, might like.
1: So when the character creator, you can choose a, your genitals. Yes. And you can choose your pubic hair. Which is Stay with my balls, so hot. you can make a woman with it. You can make a chick with a dick. You can make a guy with a, va- with a vag. You could have, you could have nothing down there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can got, make think a I'm, huge I dick. You smooth. can have
0: a. You can. They have a uncircumcised um, penis and a circumcised <laughs> penis. So there, there was a glitch where the penises were poking out of people's pants. There was a glitch that yeah. people were reporting, or he's walking think, out getting hit by dicks.
2: They, they didn't oh, design shit. the clothes
1: around the penises, so some of the penises <laughs> are so big out. that they just pop
2: through the <laughs> clothes. <laughs>
1: That's so good.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. But, fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, though, um, in the game, a lot of the different. Uh, you know the the characters are all different body types, but for some reason you can't change your body type in other than the penis.
0: Oh, you can't be chubby <laughs> or like
1: super skinny. No, you can't be chubby or skinny. And they did that in Saints Row. You can make a big fat guy, and that's what I want to do. I want to fucking be like the a gangster with a dad bod. <laughs> That'd have been and great. Just pick
0: everybody's ass. <laughs> Anthony, you fat. can you can also romance certain characters. Yeah, you can in have relationships. Game. Really? Yeah. There's boobies and there's sex and shit. Wow! I already ran I'm across in. that in a brain dance. Yeah, now he's excited.
2: Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's all kinds.
0: But this is easily a sixty-plus hour investment. I have to look forward to to even get through half. Just of the watch shit. some videos. That's all I, I'll yeah. tell you. That'll, that'll clear up
1: how to hack stuff. And yeah,
0: of- there's hacking. There's melee combat. There's so many fucking things. It's fucking overwhelming. But. 'm gonna I'm gonna battle through it and uh, see if the patches make it a little and make it not crash I would just wait Fucking a crash. couple of weeks yes yes and or a month or something
1: and then just turn it on
0: absolutely it, need, it needs uh, it needs a couple of fixes so I'm waiting for that uh, because crashing was not fun but yeah. Right. right, that's yeah. everything. That's it. All right, run. you finished Miles Morales. That's I good. did finish Miles Morales game. I enjoyed it. It's a lot shorter than the first Spider-Man game. Uh, I love how he swings a lot differently. He's got a signature swing style. And in this one, there's an app. There's also an app. Do all these games have like apps and texts? Like, there's an app that pops up where you can help people. People ask for uh, assistance. Uh, but you really it rewards you if you played the first game because there's a bunch of great Easter eggs. I liked it that it was short. <laughs> you could just skip to it. So and I'll go back and do all the side missions. So those two games are great. Hey, all right, cool. We'll keep he made it to another show. M- yes. Uh Rugs,
1: where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugboy. Come by and say what's up.
0: How about following me every once in a while? Give him a follow. Visit the show notes for that link. Jockanair.com/slash 360. For links to everything, how to support the show, how to subscribe, how to share. That's the most important thing, listeners. Share this show wherever you are. Do a review are. on Apple. Do, uh, do we, we got to uh, get some uh, Apple reviews and refer friends and tell them to type your name in. You may win a prize. <phone rings> and The next person you see, just give them one of these. Jack and Nerd. And run away screaming. They'll be confused. They'll have to do something. It'll be great. Thanks for listening to the Jack Nerd podcast. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the Chuck. He's the nerd. See you be next time.
2: I fucking loved it. I'm, fucking, I'm gonna go play. Nerd. I want your head up when I throw my fist to the I okay. got your hand off my penis, Chuck nerd.